0: Hello, everybody. This is uh welcome to this Xbox Life, episode six hundred and twenty-one, best night ever. I'm one of your hosts, Mark, aka Wingman seven oh nine, and with me as always are my good buddies, Rob.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Rob, also known as Presar. Hello.
0: And also
2: Brun. All right, also known as BJ thirty three.
0: Oh, uh, real quickly, we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. Views and opinions expressed in the show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. And uh, this episode is brought to you by TXL's Game Pass Game of the Month for August 2021, The Ascent. So join us. um, Be sure to join us next Thursday where we will talk about the ascent in our kind of general discussion area and talk about our thoughts, uh, what we've thought of the game over this past month, and then we'll announce our new game for September. So, uh, before we get, go, yeah, let's just uh move right on. What have you been playing, Rob?
1: Hopefully it's a little bit bigger than last week's list. Um, I don't remember how big, Last week's list was zero. Zero. Yeah, it's bigger. <laughs> I got a little bit of, uh, what was it 12 minutes? Yeah. It's like, wait, 11 minutes, 12 minutes? Yeah. Well, which is it? Uh, 12 minutes. Uh, it came out today and I saw you guys talking about it. I'm like, oh man, I got to try it. So I rushed home, got a little bit of time with it, and uh, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's going to require a lot of replaying. And, uh, well, yeah, the game's know. only 12 minutes long. <laughs> yeah, times 4,000. <laughs> it was funny. Like, yeah, I guess we'll talk a little bit about it now. Uh, it's funny. It's like I go into it and I'm like, okay, you know, I'm in the kitchen of the smallest apartment in the world. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm picking up everything. <laughs> I'm picking up cups, I'm picking up spoons, I'm picking up a knife. Anything I can get my hands on, I'm picking up. And then my wife's like, hey, set the table because you picked everything up. That's how rude. Did, did you guys get that at all? No. No. Well, that's what she says. Well, sort of. Yeah. And then she's like, set the table because you picked everything up. And so I set the table. and Then she's like, okay, put the drink glasses down. And then I spent like the next couple minutes trying to find the freaking drink glasses which I didn't have. And um yeah, then I restarted. And I restarted and I restarted. And then I'm like I need to go watch TV. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's interesting. It wasn't exactly what I expected, but um I don't know, maybe I have to be in the mood for the game. And It looked pretty cool. Was it on E3 last year? Whenever they showed it for the first time. I I love that What isometric, is that how you call it? That isometric look, the top-down view. But uh, for some reason in the videos, it looked a little nicer. I'm not being judgy or anything, but I don't know. It just didn't look as good as I thought it did in the videos. But, uh that's all I want to say did, did you guys uh both yeah, both of you guys tried it What did you guys think?
0: So I gave it a shot. I played it, and um
1: did you give it twelve minutes?
0: I gave it quite a few minutes um it it is what I expected, and I did expect this game to be a potentially a bit of a challenge and i've I've of course had to replay. So if you don't know what 12 minutes is, the premise is that like you first come home, you come home to your apartment and your wife is there. And the, basically there's a span of 12 minutes of events that, that take place. Um, and then at the end of that 12 minutes time restarts. It's like, so think of groundhog day, like, so you're repeating that same 12 minutes like you're in a time loop. And you're supposed to basically what you learn from the first 12 minutes, you try to do something different or expand on that or build on that. And you're supposed to, I guess, supposed to learn something new every time. So that you're every 12 minutes, you're not doing the same thing. You're doing different things, but still in the confines of this little apartment. So and we don't really know what's going on um and it's not spoiler you you know you find this out right at the beginning you know your wife is accused of murdering her father you know and so that so this cop quote the cop is there to arrest her you know so i guess we got to figure out what's going on and so you know i'm trying to do different things each 12 minutes and I kind of got to a point where I'm just like, ah, I'm going to walk away from this because I don't know what else to do at this moment. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, it's like, I feel like I've clicked on everything. I feel like I've done everything. And then of course at the beginning of the, before we started recording, Brun told me something he did and, I, and he's like, yeah, he learned something. And I was like, oh, okay. So I need to do that. Maybe that'll help me to continue with something. So, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, it's um I I mean I like it. It's very different than anything I've ever played, which I really like that aspect.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. It's definitely unique, which is uh very cool, especially when titles get to be very samey.
0: What what's your thoughts so far, Bronn? Yeah, we're not going to we're not spoiling anything because neither none of us are that far into it, so but
2: Yeah, yeah. I've played what's your play like sixty yeah, I've played like sixty minutes of twelve minutes. Um I mean it it is interesting and and, I mean you do repeat those twelve minutes, but the thing is is like it's like a point it's a point and click adventure. So like you know, Rob mentioned like, oh, you know, set the table or this or that. It's like, well, yeah, if you do something wrong, you're like, okay, let I'll make sure I won't do what I just did, you know and you know but the other thing is go look around like don't don't try to carry on a conversation go poke at every drawer you know every place you can go to click on anything to find out more stuff and then go and talk to your wife and you know see what options you have available to you and and go through things like that think outside the box you know let things play out um just just things like that so I'm liking it. I, I just did something um, that got some information. And I'm curious on, you know, really what's my next step. So it's going to be one of those things. The crazy part is, is you're playing this. And as much time you guys have put into it, can you believe that the game is about seven to seven, you know, seven to eight hours long?
0: Holy wow. crap.
2: Yeah. Yeah, so that's from Ryan McCaffrey because he did the review on IGN, and he even said, like, you know, I talked to developers and they said between six to eight hours is how long the game is. So just that, think about that. And does does
1: and, that mean like your average person playing the game over and over and over until they, I'll say, um, like solve it? I, is that yes, what that yeah. I guess until they actually like,
0: complete. Yeah,
2: yeah because the thing is, is like I don't know are you always in this apartment do you go to different places do like I don't know any of that stuff cuz I've just started so I'm intrigued it, it is something different it you know you're going to have to think you're going to have to combine things you're gonna have to you know think about like well what if I do this way this time and this this way this time or what 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 am I am I doing something now that actually benefits in any way you know it's like what does Six this mean ago? yeah man yeah.
0: <laughs> Yep. From what I understand so far, based on what the game has told to me <laughs> or what has happened in my game, you can't leave that apartment. Huh? So, if this is a six to eight hour, which I would be on the longer end because I'm slow, you know, I'm, I'm you know, I don't know if I can spend that much time redoing the same 12 minutes yeah that i'm shocked that the game is that long i really thought it would be shorter
2: yeah it's not so we'll see like i said some of some of the stuff that you're doing now you're you, you might be thinking like is this helping me with anything and then you come to find out maybe it's not so then you skip that part you know and and Sometimes you're doing something to fail just to learn something that you can use later to maybe not fail at a particular part, but move on to another failure. You know, it's, it's, but it you're doesn't know, You're solving- like there's
0: that much to do. That, uh-huh. That's, I think, the problem is, it's like, uh-huh. I swear I've done everything. Yep. It's, there's it's, even, it's. I've even used things to. i Have you, I've picked up an item. And used it to do something else. Yep. And then that doesn't get me anything. Like I'm, I'm like that. That there's, there's got to be something there, type of thing. Well, you know, like, well,
2: and the thing is, is well, it didn't get you anywhere based on the time and the way you did it that time. But maybe if you do something that you learn later on f- before that, then maybe that actually gets you to the next stop. Yeah, it, it's basically success through failures. Yeah, is is kind of what it is. So that that's the thing is you gotta keep on trucking. And and to me, honestly, if I get stuck on something, I will not be afraid to use like a a guide or kind of a step through because I do want to see the end. But you're you know I am going to try to do it without that stuff. But I will be right. probably get to a point where instead of just ditching it and not learning what the end is, I will use a guide to use the end instead of getting so frustrated that I want to you right. know throw it out the door or something like that.
0: And that's why I think the being that long of the, of a game, it'll be interesting to see, do people go to a guide? I mean, I don't know. Like I, I don't think a whole lot of people use guides. I, I I know they're out there, but when I, when I say, I don't think a lot of people do, I think like your achievement people do, you know, your completionists will do it, but Mm -hmm. I'm talking about general public. You know, right. people pick up a game, they start to play it., uh, I don't know what to do. they quit, you know, yeah, exactly I think I think that's the majority of the gaming public with a minor you know the more dedicated people with like us would go to a guide that's like i I do want to know what happens, I'm going to use the guide
3: right. um
0: so in the grand scheme of things overall, will how many people will start playing this? And how many actually finish it would be an interesting number to see. Right. Yeah, true. So, um, yeah, I I wonder what their thoughts are about that. If they thought about something like that when they made this, did they did they worry about the repeat 12 minutes? People getting frustrated or getting tired of playing the same thing. I mean, it's not. But it is you're just doing things differently within that same set of parameters so you know it it's it'll be interesting to see what could possibly change unless as you learn something maybe something else opens up for you to use or explore within the apartment but i don't know i guess we'll see
2: and you know, it, again, it is a point and click. So make sure you kind of flip around and, and like I said, think outside the box. You know, one one of my favorite games of all time is a point and click. You know, Grim Dango is like one of the yeah. best point and click adventure games ever. You know, in, in I, my book, it's my book. It's number one. I mean, it's it's the best point and click adventure game ever. Um, I love that game so much, but there's it is challenging. You know, and. Did Nowadays, it's easier to use. Yeah, there is a remake of it, which, you know, we'll talk about remakes and stuff later. I'm glad they remade it because, you know, it's it's so great. And they actually did improvements on it, too. Um, but I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with using a guide in that game. Um, I think back in the day when it first came out, it's it was harder to use a guide because, you know, of when it came out. And, and guides now are created within hours of a game coming out um but i would always say like man if you really want to do a point and click adventure you never played grim fandango play it and if you get stuck use a guide even if you use the guide through the whole thing just to get to the story, you know through the story it's great it is great it's it's so good so
0: well back in the day too guides used to cost you like 20 30 bucks because they were books well like
1: prima through, or whatever
0: yep yeah now they're just on the internet for free so Okay. Yep. Um so I've you know, I, a twelve I was huh? just
1: wondering, you know, because Brent kept saying point and click, and I'm like, I wonder if you can play that with a mouse.
0: I do. Cause he plays on the PC. Oh. I'm on PC.
1: Hmm. I wonder if you can play it on the mouse on the Xbox. Cause yep. it can support it, right? Keyboard and mouse. You just gotta plug it in. <laughs>
2: Do you? I hate the controller. Yeah. Do you walk with the left stick? No. Or do you move and have to click and make them walk?
1: Click to walk.
2: Oh, yeah. See, I'd rather use
1: a mouse at that point. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to, you know, find the location you want to go to, you know, hit the A button or whatever it was, and then he walks over there. But uh, for me, like when I'm trying to, uh, let's say I'm trying to get on what, one of the candles or something like that. It's like left of the candle, right of the candle, left of the candle, yeah. right of the candle, <laughs> left of the candle, right, 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 right. Okay, finally, I got it. Click. That's annoying. That'd be much easier with a mouse.
0: Yeah, cool. Anything else on 12 minutes?
2: I just thought of something I want to try in the game, though. <sighs>
0: Yeah, it's tough because it's like, you know, since it just came out today, we don't want to talk too much about it. Right. We really want everybody to experience at least that first part without us really saying much. So we're we're trying to be very dance around it, but none of us are really that far in. But again, like Brun said something to me at the beginning, and I was like, oh, I haven't done that. So now when we're done here, I'll probably boot it up and see. I'll do that and see what, if it changes anything for me and I think it will, it'll open up something. So we don't want to start throwing things out like that right off the bat. <laughs> right. Yeah. But, so. um, I did play gems of war. Um, also I did play some halo. Um, yesterday I played with my daughter. We went, we started the halo. Is it CE combat evolved? Yeah. We, the very halo one, I call it halo one, halo one, uh, campaign. And we went through, I think, the first five or six missions. Uh, had a lot of fun. It was really fun. It's, it's funny to because, you know, <laughs> my daughter's going through here and she's just like, she's playing this old game. And yes, it looks better because it's remastered, but it's still very different than what she is used to. So just listening to her make comments about things or something, but she really had a good time. Um, She really enjoyed it, which made me enjoy it even more. So we're going to continue and just play through. We're going to play through the campaigns um, in in prep for Halo Infinite. So I'm having a lot of fun with that. Um, I also played, I've been actually playing quite a bit of Hades. And this is not the type of game that I normally like. I don't like dying over and over and over again. And that being part of the game. How's that not fun? (laughs) It's just not fun, but this game is so different than others that I've played kind of like this, where I usually don't spend a lot of time. This is one. It's like, okay, I'll play for a few minutes.
1: So there's a draw
0: there. It's there is because the weapons are kind of neat. Um, the, the 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 interactions with your dad is like <laughs> pretty pretty yeah. darn funny. Um, yeah, and just you know the dialogue of all the gods and stuff is just it's okay. And you get powers and stuff like this, but it's weird. It's just like at one point I thought I was about to escape one area, and no, that didn't happen got tore up, but, uh, it, it, it's, yeah, it's like you're, you're meant to die a bunch of times. And I don't know if, if I'm on track, I don't know if I'm behind, I don't know if I should have escaped the first area yet. I I really don't know, but the, the game, the combat is fun. It's like, I like the combat and that's why I think that's what keeps drawing me back and i'm enjoying talking to some of the people uh the your your combat guy like your trainer that dude is hysterical you know
2: oh yeah the little hey, the little hey boyo. Guy. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah um and there's like this conversation of why you've got to pay him and he's like it's none of your business You <laughs> yeah it's, it's good it's it's yeah the dialogue is really funny it's it looks like there's quite a bit of, of a really unique story there. Um, but I, I like it because it it I do keep it's it's not you don't feel like you got very far when you die, like no matter how many rooms you go through, every, everything's pretty quick. So it, it's like I don't feel like when I died, like, oh, I was in an hour you know, down the path. Yeah. And I gotta go that whole hour again. You know, I'm not exactly sure. I still haven't figured out if there's a path or or, or a map or if there's a line or if it. Ke- to me, it seems like it keeps changing every time it I go back.
2: Cha- it changes every time, but you know, you. It, to me, it's like you pick a door based on what you want to work toward. So it's like, right. oh, I want to get a key. I want to get keys to unlock all the weapons. So I'm kind of. Hoping for a key. Oh, okay, well, this one and this one. Okay, I'm going to go with this and and stuff like Or I'm going to try to get a power from a god and, and you know, yeah. going through things like that. But, yeah. So. But you do get to the point where you're chaining and kind of just tearing thing, you know, tearing people up. And then it's the, the part that kind of gets me is like the, oh, man, I just misstepped and it got me you know, type scenario. So, but to me, I think it's more, am I supposed to be out of this, you know, this area yet or or things like that. And the way I see it's like, well, no, because your, your health is still very low. Like to me, I'm like, I got to build up to where I have more health and I'm gaining health per per new room and and being able to increase my health like that if if i'm just going through and all i'm doing is losing health then it's like okay it's not meant for me to make it very far yet
0: right yeah and then there's like underworld portions like you i open a portal and it's like you're gonna lose health if you go in there
2: i haven't but like, there yet
0: okay so you'll find areas where like uh it's almost like a manhole cover type of thing you'll see a portal and it's like the underworld or something, but you'll lose health. It even tells you how much health you'll lose to go into that room. Huh? But yet there's, you have to go in there to get the, what is it? The codexes and yeah, <coughs> there's rewards for meeting people down there and doing things there. And so it's, it's really unique. It, it really is a unique game. And I'm really, I, I am enjoying it, but I'm taking it a little at a time. It's not something that I can sit and just play for hours. Yeah. Um, I can do it in small chunks and enjoy it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's good. Good. It's good. I, I enjoy it. Um. Also, so now last week, you guys heard Bron go on a little rant about how Back for Blood was just this horrible game. It was a piece of crap. You wouldn't give him any money it wasn't his PC because everything else works. It's just this game. Well, I was able to pay playback for blood on my very first attempt. Um, I didn't have a problem, Brian. And, uh, this was the game I was playing with Drano and, uh, I played with Drano and stricken thought and we got in and we, we were just having a great time. And, um, we did it definitely is i mean there it's so obviously left for dead the sequel you know or uh, left for dead at the core but there is a lot difference uh, here now i look forward to to the retail release so to speak so that we'll have kind of a little bit more information and training um you know because right now it's like just go at it and you're like oh Well, pick your cards. Well, what are these things? What do they do? How do they work? You know, there's not a lot of information on them. And there's things you're, you know, there's boosts and things that you can buy. um, And like how the weapons work and different things. And so there's a, but it's really cool. It's like, you can upgrade weapons. You can get different weapons. You can add scopes to them. Like, it's really neat. There's different, um, different monsters. And I'll tell you what, man, there's one that this thing was huge it it was huge um man i i i you know you think left for dead had some big monsters this thing was gigantic we had to go like go out of the area and then we ran into it later on because we weren't we weren't able to kill it and it's just it was a massive demon um demon monster whatever zombie the thing was freaking crazy it's like everyone had to focus on this thing um the game is very fast paced and and i I haven't played left for dead in a long time but i remember left for dead being pretty chaotic and fast but this seems even faster like i and maybe it's just because it's new haven't been at it for a while but it it feels so overwhelming um and there's times where you kind of like alert the horde And they just come streaming in and it's just, it's pretty chaotic, Um, but it's, it's fun. Now, one thing I noticed is uh, you can, there are level difficulty levels. So you, I think the easiest one, the lowest or the easiest difficulty still is hard, but you don't do team damage. You don't do friendly fire. But if you go up to like the regular difficulty, then like there's friendly fire. And I don't think it's full on. I think it's like a portion, if I recall. Uh, but then, like, the hardest level is like full on friendly fire. You can take your teammates out very easily. And that's going to make it very difficult because this game is so chaotic. And, and there's so much going on that it's very easy to be shooting at your teammates non intentionally, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I can't even imagine playing that game with friendly fire on, but absolute blast had a lot of fun with that I'm really looking forward to it and um, all I can say is brian you need to update your PC um mm-hmm. now the next thing <laughs> the next thing is I got the Diablo 2 I, I pre-ordered that game so the early beta access came out and I was playing that this week and the game oh, put it this way game looks gorgeous it, it looks I think it looks better than Diablo three, if that's possible. Um, it, it just, it looks fantastic, but you can tell that it is a remaster. Um, you can feel the game feels so different from Diablo three. So now this is coming from somebody who never played Diablo one or two. My first Diablo game was Diablo 3 on the 360. Um, and then I played it on the Xbox One, and then I played it on uh let's see, I played it all the way through on the 360, then I bought it on the Xbox One and played it all the way through. I thought I played it three times, like I thought it was three times, but I can't remember where the third one was. Maybe it was on my Series X, I don't think so, but um i know i've played it on the series x but that game's like i just love it right so yeah i'm i don't it's weird because the game looks good i'm playing as an archer and i'm thinking i might need to change and get in with this game i might want to be more close in but the magic its like it's an archer and a magic oh is it a sorcerer i'm playing so the, the the magic stuff's pretty cool and I'm, I'm so I'm just kind of delving into that. But the one thing I don't like is it feels slow. You don't really know where to go. Like it doesn't in Diablo three. I think it was on your HUD, like on your on your little circle compass. Right. It would have like a little thing like it would tell you where you kind of which direction you needed to go. Right. I don't see that at all in this game. And nope. like right now, it's like, oh, I'm supposed to go to some cemetery. I'm like, I don't know where a cemetery is. Yeah. I'm just wandering all over the place. Um and I and I and that's like back kind of go back to Halo too. That's another issue I have. It's like I don't know where to go. It yeah. doesn't guide <laughs> yeah. you where to go. You just kind of randomly run around until you accidentally find your way to where you're supposed to go. But um, so that's kind of what I'm I, I'm not a fan of that in Diablo 2. Um, and the other thing I don't like is inventory. Oh, it has that grid system, like the boxes and you have to move everything around to fit in a box or in several boxes. So like an ax might take six little box squares and you could have like 12 squares open, but if they're not all together, then you've got to move like potions around to make room to fit within that. I'm like, this is ridiculous. Like, this is really annoying. <laughs> I'm not yeah, a fan just, of that at all.
2: Yeah, just remember, like, with Diablo 2, like Diablo 3, I think things were, like, the maps and stuff were bigger. And that's why kind of got that general direction. Like, it's somewhere northeast. You know, it's not like, go here. Like, it kind of directed, like you were saying, like, it's like a yellow arrow, I think, on the, on the mini map. Um, but this one here, it's like, you know, it's, it's an older game and sometimes, you know, you're buying a game and you don't want them to, to beat it in you know, 20, you know, in 10 hours or something like that. So that, that's part of, that's part of the game is the exploration and, and, and stuff like that. So, but yeah, the inventory system, I mean, you, you'll see like what, what quality of life improvements were in Diablo three compared to two but um yeah yeah very cool though huh.
0: so um so yeah i i mean i'm going to keep the game i'm going to i'm going to get it. it it's but i it it's it's different it's definitely very different but i i still think it's gorgeous and it's going to be fun to play with others so i'm looking forward to that so we got a lot of stuff coming out or uh, at both back for blood and diablo 2 are coming up before the holidays, along with Halo Infinite. So there's just quite a few other things. So Ooh, we're going to have a busy winter, guys. Yep. Oh, yeah. So how about you, Bron? What have you played?
2: Uh, So uh, Halo Reach, you're doing CE. Uh, we're up to Reach, uh, Commander Shepard. And I went through Reach and got that one done. And And it's funny, like doing these games, definitely, like we're not doing it on the hardest difficulty. Um, We're not doing them all on legendary. We're doing them all on uh, heroic. Um, You know, just for one, it's like we want to go through them to beat them. We don't want to go through for like achievements or anything like that. Um, But we just did reach. Went through reach is so good. You know, it is to to go through that game. Um, So really, we have four left and five, and then we're done. With what?
0: Uh, One, two, three reach ODST ODST reach ODST reach then yeah four and five
2: yeah that's the release that's the release order okay if you want to play them in order of timeline it's it's reach is first and then I think one two three ODST four or five
0: Okay, I'll so. do it on the release cycle because I can't start with Reach and then go back to one. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And that's yeah. the reason That's the reason why I kind of wanted to, to do it that way is because I, like, I want it to get better as we go, you know, as far as right. like, gameplay-wise and stuff. So uh, Reach uh, played more Apex. Yeah, I'm going through that. Um, got a couple wins over the thing. Back for Blood. Guess who got in?
0: Oh, here we go.
2: <laughs> I got in, folks. I did. I got in. So the error message I was getting, everybody was like, there's no fix for it. Restart your, you know, they're not going to fix it. Restart your computer worked for me. I'm like, really restarting my computer? Restarting my computer did not work. But if I turned my computer completely off and not a restart, and then turned it back on, I could get in. So I uh, I tried it when I first booted up my computer in the morning. I so got it was in. Your I computer. got in. Well, I got in for 3 or 4 minutes. I got in for 3 or 4 minutes and then it booted me out and then went right back to the same message. Could not huh. create multiplayer session or whatever it is. Well, I can't remember what the error message was. So I'm like, all right, so the next day, started up my computer, got in right away. And I was in for 3 or 4 minutes got booted with an unknown error or whatever and, or whatever message it was and couldn't get in again. And then the third day I booted up my computer. I got in, I was able to run around. Um, Actually you're talking about um, Drano jumped in I think Drano jumped into mine. I was shooting him. We were at the gun range, just playing with all the guns, but Jameson had an online tournament. So it's like, all right, I think I'm in this time and it's not booting me out. So, I'm going to come back and play. So I went, did his tournament, came back, couldn't get in.
0: <sighs>
2: so, and, and no matter what I did in that case, could not restarted, turned off, turn on things. So I'm really thinking it had to be with maybe just the number of players playing it. Like it was having trouble connecting, connecting, I, I I don't know. I can't really explain it. But I can tell you, I am definitely not the only one. If you go on Steam, people are like, I've canceled my pre-order. And and I really do honestly believe, after we were discussed, like, I, th- they're going to have it fixed. They're going to have whatever this issue fixed. I still a little, you know, can't believe the non-communication. But really, they don't have to communicate. It's not a beta to me. It, it's not a beta. They were just saying, play the game. You know, and maybe they were collecting um, data on it. I don't know. Um, but also over the weekend, I had another play test that I was in, which was a true play test. They were recording. They gave us blocks of time to play. We had to play in certain three-hour blocks of time. Um, I'll just say oh, that I know. I know after playing that- <laughs> it let's just say I'm a fan of the game in the first place <laughs> and I will tell I will tell you that this thing is this thing's got to be six months old like the build for this has to be like six months old but the thing is I mean it was locked at 30 frames a second on PC but it, it's not meant for you to go and enjoy they needed people in there to play so you're going into play right. even with it being locked at 30 frames and like half the Stuff didn't look right, you know, like the trees didn't look right and textures were all kind of goofy and stuff like that. I will just tell you, I am extremely, extremely excited to play the finished product. Like, <laughs> I am pumped. I am, I am very ex- excited. So, I can't, I can't wait. I mean, I just, I had so much fun running around with modern weaponry or future modern slash future oh and just i just I just had a good time
0: now good i plan. i was I was thinking of something else. what game were you thinking? I thought you were talking about halo infinite, no no, 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 but no. obviously now, now I know where you're at, <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah now I know what you're talking about,
2: yeah, but it was it would take you almost to twenty forty two to figure that one out I know <laughs> so um. But I, I can't really, like, you know, I guess you can't really say. You couldn't stream or anything. I don't think people knew the playtests were going on. Um, but I would just say, like, I had a heck of a time sniping. I, I had, like, not a heck of a time, like, a, a blast. A blast. There are some things I don't like. I, I, there are things I don't like. I will say that, like, being obviously a fan of it but I can understand why they're doing it and and actually having good conversations like with soul assassin saying, you know, he's like, I don't like this. And I'm like, I don't either, but I can kind of see why. And you know, the big thing is, is like, don't make things easier just so it's more approachable for people who are not battlefield fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, that's why like when the whole, that's the whole discussion about like first, like there's no single player and stuff like that. It's like, I don't care. I want <laughs> Battlefield to be for me. I don't want it to be for, you know, whatever. I I want it to be for for. I want it to be for the fans, right? So and and I got a lot of that feeling out of there. So, good. um, but that's good. So uh, back for Blood, I, I'm anxious to play when it comes out on Game Pass. I'm going to be playing on console when it comes to Game Pass. So and and I'm still fighting to try to find, oh, I have a rant. If we don't, if I kind of have a rant, if there is a rant, we'll talk about that. I'll say, remind me to talk about trying to purchase an Xbox series X right now. Um, I played Hades. Like you were talking before. I really like it. I think it's really funny after you die and you just kind of walk out of the, like the pool, like all defeated and everything. And then annoyed, <laughs> um, but Hades is 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 good I can see why it was loved by so many right um, tried humankind for like 10 minutes I did not have time to go through and learn all the features and bells and whistles and and actually how to play it but I am kind of in more interested in it I need to give it more time uh, and then we talked about 12 minutes so that's it for
0: me all right uh, so if you guys are listening to us uh, through a podcast of some sort, please rate and review us. If you would, if you're on iTunes, please give us five stars. Um, and no matter where you're listening to us, uh, rating us and doing a review uh, helps to get the word out about this awesome community. Um, we do have a Facebook group. So look us up over there and you can also send us a voicemail uh, just go to thisXboxLife.com and click on Send Voicemail on the right-hand side of the page. As long as you got a, a microphone hooked up, you can send us a voicemail. And we did get one this week uh, from Silo84, and here we go.
3: Good morning, guys. Silo here again. Hope everybody's doing well. Uh, kind of want to bring up the topic of remastered games. Um, personally... I don't really know. I kind of have mixed feelings about this. I like seeing older games being remastered to the new technology and everything like that, but it's getting kind of old. Um, I don't think every single game needs to be remastered. Um, I just saw an article the other day about like three Grand Theft Auto titles being remastered uh, when your fans just want Grand Theft Auto Six. So just curious what your guys' thoughts are on that with remastered games. Should companies focus on actually just making new games or remastered stuff? Um, one I will say, though, I do want to see remastered is the Legacy of Kane Soul Reaver series. That was an excellent, excellent series on PlayStation. Um, I'm hoping that they put it out for the Xbox, being an Xbox player, obviously. So just curious your thoughts on that. Uh, hope everyone's doing well. Um, you the good work and we'll talk to you guys soon again.
0: All right. Thanks silo. 84. Appreciate that. And, uh, you know, it seems like we have this conversation every new console release, um, yeah. because they definitely do remasters every time we get new hardware. Um, it does seem to be, uh, a lot of those for for some time being A couple of years I think into a new console cycle we end up seeing a lot of it. Rob, what's what's your thought on on this cuz he made a comment about GTA. So I I saw that too this week that looks like GTA is going to be releasing like a complete collection type of remaster of all the or if not all some of the GTA games um crisis I saw this week is the Whole Crisis series is getting a remaster, so all three games. Uh, we know, you know we we've, uh, we've been talking about Halo uh, has had a lot of remasters done. Um, Skyrim I saw today is getting a, a anniversary edition type of remaster. Uh, Quake just came out today. Oh for yeah, a remaster of mm-hmm. Quake. Uh, you know we we've seen these for so many different games. And, um, you know, what, what's your thoughts on that? What do you, what do you like?
1: Well, I have mixed feelings on this because, you know, sometimes the games are awesome and it's almost a pleasure to replay them, especially if they look better. Like I still remember Tomb Raider, right? The original of the, I'll say reboot, uh, that came out, man, was that with the Xbox one? Cause it came out on the, didn't it come out yeah. on the 360 and then we had like Tomb Raider HD or whatever it was that, uh, you know, was redone and it looked a lot better and it was still fun to play. But some of these games, man, it's, uh, it just feels like a cash grab, but you get this across all sorts of different, um, systems, like even in board games, like there's this, uh, game called Descent which is uh, it's a dungeon crawler with all these like cool figures and you know you go through and you know you crawl a dungeon, you get stuff, you get attacked, fight monsters, all that good stuff. It's on its third version. So Descent original came out, oh man, over 10 years ago. Then they redid it and you could get an upgrade pack and then just a couple of weeks ago they came out the third edition of it. And each one is different, so you can't like exactly use the same stuff for it. But it's like if you really like the game, like do you get it? Do you pass? Same thing with you know the video games. You know, is it worth it to drop down the money to get the latest version when let's say it's like exactly the same game? I, I don't know i don't know there's there's got to be something to make it worthwhile maybe dlc or some additional stuff i mean maybe then i could see it worst case is if you got to start over you know what i mean like if uh <laughs> like let's say uh i'll pick like a gta uh like uh, silo mentioned you know the remaster stuff is i thought i saw something today that said it's coming out next year it's not this year but Imagine, you know, you put in a whole ton of time in GTA Five, and people do do that, right? Oh yeah, they say yeah. That sarcastically. Yeah, but uh, imagine getting the remaster, and it's like, okay, start over. W- would you guys do that? <laughs> I sure wouldn't. No way. No, no, no I'm way. I'm starting I, don't, over. I
0: don't know if Five is going to get remastered. I, I, I would imagine it it's like GTA San Andreas,
2: and
1: oh. maybe the it's, first three games three, or something. It's three.
0: It's three Vice
2: City and and in and, uh, Saint Andreas.
1: Okay. Yeah. And then if
2: if five if five is getting anything, it's probably going to be, what like an uprez or or but but then, yeah. one of my things or topics on it is like well Xbox has kind of made it this you know best you know auto you you download the best version you can get, right, so it's gonna be hard i think on the playstation or not on the playstation, but xbox side to say, well, we're giving you these, and we're giving you the download like if you already own g t a five you get like the best we're we're upscaling it as well, so you're getting like all these upscaled versions you're paying for the three games, xbox you're getting the uprest five for free or and it's four as well four. And, you're, you know, you're getting five is, you know, free upscaling on the PlayStation. I don't know how they're going to do that because, you know, PlayStation themselves are charging for upscaled enhanced versions, you know, of their own games. You know, that like some of them have like DLC and stuff that come with it, like you're saying, make it worth my money. But, you know, as far as getting, you know, the feeling in the controller and stuff like that, that, that stuff should be free, but they're charging for it. So. I, I agree with you. It's like it all yeah. depends on what you're what you're doing, you know, with those things. But GTA three, it, it's its twentieth anniversary, and, and Quake is its thirtieth anniversary.
1: Oh
3: wow!
2: So like some of yeah. these remakes are because of big anniversaries. Halo CE anniversary, Halo two anniversary, Master Chief Collection was just a combination of everything into one, you know, into one thing. So,
0: yeah, I mean, like. I'm excited. Like I'm playing a remastered Diablo two. So I, I like the remasters when it's something that has been a very long time and people may not have played or it's been on a different platform and you're bringing it over. Cause this was a PC only game. that's now coming to console. Um, I think that's really neat. I, I like that way of doing a remaster, putting out, putting out a game, and then a year later doing the quote remaster on the new set, you know, to add some stuff to me, that's just a waste that to me, that's the money grab part. And that's yeah. what I don't like. I think remasters or even reboots, uh, re, you know, kickstarting the franchise like they did with the tomb Raider that Rob mentioned. Um, I think that's fantastic. And I like to see that, but if you're going to do a remaster, I, I, I'd rather the game be 15, 20 years old. You know. Yeah. Sure, you know at least ten years old because then it's it's you know the visuals will have changed so much and you can do a lot. And again, if it's like a like was it Diablo two? They're building this like from the ground up. It's like they're building this new, but still trying to retain the look and feel. Not so much the look because it definitely looks better, but they're still they want it to be distinct to still feel like Diablo two. You know, and instead of just kind of touching up some things or some graphics, they're doing a lot to it and bringing it to like a new audience, uh, which I think is fantastic. So that type of remaster I really like and I think is well worth it.
1: So what yeah, I'm and- hearing you say is you don't want to see a remastered Outriders right now.
0: <laughs> exactly. Or i just like uh, to see
1: some DLC. <laughs> or Dark Alliance, or whatever. That yeah, trying to make well, me snap you. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, and I mean, Diablo's <laughs> twenty. I like your point, and that was one of the points I was going to hit on too. Is hitting a whole new generation or two generations of people who've never experienced these games. Like they only know GTA Five. They've never played Three and Vice City. I mean, those things were like massive game changers when they that those games came out. And right. and Diablo, you know. Diablo 2 is like it's huge I mean but it, yes it's 20 year it's gonna be it's 20 year old 20 years old the thing the thing is is like for remastered is in 10 years is kind of like it's it's tough on the 10-year thing because the last the first last of us like there's a rumor they're remaking the last of us for for PlayStation 5 well the last of us already has a remastered it came out on it, you know it came out on PS3 they remastered a version in PS4 and now they're remastering it again so in that case it's like I would rather have them work on uh, Last of Us 3 if there was going to be a Last of Us 3 but sometimes the things that when they're porting these over they're doing these upscaling it's not actually the core team that's doing it it's it's actually another team or they outsource it sometimes like Blue Point I, I think is one of those groups that do that a lot um but also sometimes they try to fill gaps. Like GTA five, there has been no G yeah, they are working on GTA six, but it's still rumored it's not coming out for what 2024, 2025. Yeah, those so these Yeah,
0: will be yeah, a lot. this
2: here will will fill that gap. It's not like they need money or anything, but the the cash grab part is where it gets crazy. You know, like I said, the last of us one is a to me is a complete cash grab. Like we don't need it remastered again. The thing was perfect. The way it was, you're not reaching out to a new generation of gamers because they can still play the game now. Um, if it's something that's lost to time, those are the things that I like to see. And and to be honest, like you were saying with that whole new generation, sometimes to re get you to let, let you start. Sometimes people don't play games when it's in its fourth or fifth or sixth generation or sixth version of a game. In a series because they never played one, two, or three. Well, and they can't right. play one, two, or three. And and he talked about a um a series he would like to see remastered or or redone. I'll tell you what mine is. It's the entire Splinter Cell series. Oh yeah, is one I would like to see remastered. So or I mean, remaster
1: Hawks. It's time.
2: Oh jeez, you're you're fired. <laughs>
0: Hawks three. Just give me Hawks yeah, three.
2: So- yeah so i mean i understand exactly what you're saying mixed feelings like everybody has a mixed feeling you know don't waste your time doing this type scenario but i think in some of the examples we had here it's like it it does make sense it's nice to have where some of them are not as much like yeah really you're gonna re you know you're gonna remaster halo 5 like that does not make sense to remaster right. Halo 5, you know, but they're not, right. you know, so but
0: uh yeah, and see what I that's why I love about the Master Chief collection is that they've incorporated that into that 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 um front end, if you will, or to the to that to the UI of the Master Chief yeah. collection. So you can go in and having the ability to play. Halo 1 maps, Halo 5 maps, ODST maps, like and just make a playlist. Like that is such a cool thing to do. And yeah. it, you know, really honestly, if it wasn't for the Master Chief collection. And another thing is like the original Halo didn't have achievements. Right. Now you can get achievements in the in Halo 1. Yeah. So, like that's cool. Like you've added something new, you've done the visuals, you've added achievements. You know, you, you've you gone and updated the, oh, I already said the visuals or whatever, you know, but you, you're you doing more than just kind of like, oh, uh, here's a new coat of paint. You know, and it's an <laughs> old game to bring people back who, you know, mm-hmm. like, my, my daughter's never played it. She never really doesn't know what Halo, I mean, she's, she's yeah. seen some of the latest Halo and has played some of that, but like, she's actually enjoying going back and playing the original one and learning about it. And it's cool. And if it wasn't for this collection that made it so easy for her and I just to get in a game and play, it w- wouldn't happen. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So flip, give us a reason to go back and redo it. Go give us a reason to play that remaster, other than just get kicking out more money.
2: Yeah, and flip between back and forth between the old graphics. And, and the cool thing, the other cool thing about master chief collection is I don't think the halo two anniversary was included in master chief collection at first. And then they did an anniversary edition for its 20th anniversary. I think it was, Uh or, or whatever anniversary it was at that point in time. And then they were just like, Oh yeah, now the anniversary editions in master chief collection, you guys can download it. You know, it's like, it was like a free upgrade. Um, yeah, I will, when you get to ODST, you'll like it and if you're an achievement person just a little tip for you every achievement in ODST is one of the ultra rare achievements
0: <laughs>
2: because when Master Chief Collection came out and ODST I guess was in Master Chief Collection it was either broken like the achievements were broken and they didn't work and and everybody went through and played it and since then they fixed it or they have them in there so oh. whoever's playing it now is getting the ultra rare ones <laughs> because very little people have those achievements nice so, <laughs> yeah so you'll you'll get that a lot like it's every achievement too i think every achievement that popped was like the special noise and everything so cool but yeah you'll get that so that's a, i that still a very good i was question. still
0: chuckling so, because i heard a lot of this uh yesterday <laughs> yeah <laughs> i yep. love the, the the halo grunt birthday party uh yep. skull that is just the best <laughs> yeah we have ours on as well <laughs> so. all right yep. okay well if you uh want to send a voicemail like that we already told you how to do it thanks uh silo 84 for sparking up a conversation over here uh, if you guys want to reach us via email you can at contact at this xboxlife.com as well so it is now that time All right. So, this will be brief, but Xbox has announced a new wired stereo headset that will be launching on September 21st for 54.99 euros and 59.99 US. So, it's a wired version. It's the it's the wired version of the one they released what, 6 months ago, the wireless $100 headset. So this one's a wired version. It's still, it's still the same headset. It's just got the wire um, and it doesn't have the wireless so they can reduce the cost. So 60 bucks for this, if uh, you prefer to, to have that. And the nice thing about it is because it's not wireless, you don't have to worry about charging it up. You know, you just plug it in and you're good to go. Um, a lot of people like that. It does make the little less, you know, it's only $60. So that uh, might appeal to some people.
2: Yeah, I always cause cause wired is just wired to your controller.
0: Yep. Right. Yep.
2: Right. And, cause I find that funny. And I mean, I think this is for both consoles, Xbox and PlayStation, but like, I always like where it's like, ah, oh, you got a wired headset, you know? And it's like, well, it's wired to my hands. Yeah. And then it's, and then technically, to me, it's still wireless, but yeah, I got one cable. (laughs) And even like, I think, you know, that was one of the downfalls of like a lot of the wireless headphones for Xbox, was you still had to plug it into the controller for the voice. So their wireless one's nice because, yeah, you don't have to do that. But other than that, it's always been, to me, it's always been wired, but it's always been (laughs) wireless. You're not plugging it into the console, I should say. So.
1: It's not wireless, it's less wires.
2: Yes, exactly. Yeah, there you go.
1: There you go. Not not as long of a wire. <laughs> it's like that's the touchless car wash. It just touches less. It, yeah, it's, it yeah. Touches- touch less. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: If it's touchless, why did it just rip my driver's side mirror off? <laughs> 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 yeah, no kidding. Um so that that's there. Also, um, Rob, you've probably got this, uh, because you're in the uh aren't you in the a super duper yeah. early adopter group i forgot yeah, what like
1: alpha early release whatever it's called yeah
0: so you got you got the 4k dashboard
1: i don't know um i didn't notice anything out of the ordinary but you know this whole business about upgrade because i was gonna make some comments on this um and, and i like that uh, little comment that we have in the show notes which is spot on it's like okay 4K on a dashboard. What does that mean? Um, let's say the font is extra. I don't know. Nice, crisp, smaller. <laughs> yeah, maybe. The that higher big. the
0: res goes, the smaller the text seems to get. Yeah,
1: so the curves on the fonts look nice, which my old eyes can't really see anyway. Yeah, <laughs> but you know it's. Uh, you know, I I would be hard pressed to say that I, I could probably tell a difference between an H D and a four K dashboard. I probably couldn't tell. And I, I think most people couldn't either. It's just because there's only so much that you can put on there.
0: I yeah. I'll be honest. I didn't realize it wasn't
2: <laughs> Well, the only way I knew
0: But I didn't care. Like I never that's never that was never a thought. You know? Oh yeah. It looks fine. I don't I don't care. It's one of those like I guess cuz the PS5 has a 4K dashboard and ooh Xbox yeah. doesn't have it. That's like Yeah. Does it matter? I'm not playing no. the dashboard.
1: Yeah, and the it, dashboard is just something that you go through to get, you know, it's kind of like Yeah, it it's kind of like saying hey, we made the stairs in your house really nice. It's like, well, I really don't care. I just go up and down the stairs to go to a destination, and I really don't even pay attention.
2: Yeah. Right. Well, to, to answer your question, it Matt, if you go back to when the consoles were about to get released and they were getting announced, it was a big deal because it was a talking point in the benefit of somebody of another you know, of one company, not the other. When most people were like, it doesn't matter. I don't play the dashboard. It mattered then. But actually, if you go and look now, it really doesn't matter now because yeah. both of them have it. Um, the only thing I saw which actually made sense, I was like, oh, I wonder if this does it. I don't know because I don't have one. Um, is if you had a 4K TV and you know how you flip your input and you, sometimes the screen will blank out and then go to the 4K resolution. Oh, People were saying like, oh, it would flicker to go to the 4K resolution when I was in a game. But when I left the game, it would, you know, flicker black and then, re, re, you know, because it had to rescale back to 1080p, you know, for the dashboard. And they're like, I hopefully it gets rid of that to where it seems more seamless. And I'm like, well, that, that kind of makes sense if that does do that. You know, it correcting that issue. I was like, ah, that'll be a benefit. But other than that, most people were just like, oh yeah, I forgot it was not 4K. Because yeah,
1: I'm look. I'm looking at mine now. I I really don't even know.
2: I I yeah. can't
1: tell if it's yeah exactly. If it's I don't know. I can imagine that, like you know, let's say like you're in the home screen and like I see like Hades, Quake, and 12 minute icons. tiles or whatever you call them. Mm -hmm. Could it be let's say like that the Hades one has a little more detail on it whereas if it was 1080p then you know it just would have been uh, a little grainier you know a little more uh, like artifacts. I don't know if that's a proper way to put it but just not as sharp. Yeah. But it's like I have no freaking idea if this is the latest Yep. 4k dash or not
0: well it's it's coming whether we want it or not um i just hope yeah. it doesn't impact any performance because the freaking dashboard's got to be 4k like, yeah they, <laughs> they
1: there was something that they said somebody said from xbox that it won't
0: though no. but uh if if you care about that stuff you got that coming mm-hmm. um so it'll probably be and they said it was in the What nine twenty one release? So that's September. That tells me that's coming out to everybody in September. So we'll see that here probably in another forty eight weeks. So, all right. Last thing I wanted to talk about. I don't. I don't know if you guys have heard this, but oh my gosh! You know, I I think the I think the Sony fanboys are so starved for anything. And they're so upset because I mean, I'm Microsoft has owned 2021. There's you can't, you can't convince me otherwise. And I'll be, I got to say, I think they owned most of 2020 as well, but, uh, absolutely. 2021 has been Microsoft's year for the Xbox. And there was a story that came out this week that people can fly the makers of Outriders. They are the developer. Square Enix is the publisher. Well, I guess square uh, I guess Square Enix hasn't paid any royalties to um, people can fly because they're claiming that outriders has not met X ex- sales expectations so immediately people start talking and blaming Xbox, Microsoft, for this, that it's all Game Pass's fault, um, that uh, people can't fly, aren't getting their money. And I'm like, wait a minute. They did get their money. So Square Enix made a deal with Microsoft. Microsoft paid them money to put this on Game Pass. They got paid. Yeah. You also have a lot of people that uh, bought, uh, have played the game that probably never would have. Um, you it was game pass made this game, put this game in the spotlight because so many people on Xbox were playing it. And I was listening to another show and they made up some good points. You know, people on Xbox were playing the crap out of this game. And the problem with outriders was it was so buggy at start. So many problems. But you know what? The game itself was so good that we just kept relaunching, kept fighting through it, kept kept coming back for more because we, we just loved the game, you know? And it's like there have been people who have purchased the game because of Game Pass. And we've heard this from so many other developers about how Game Pass is a good thing and how it has benefited their games and how they've seen sales increase. Um, you get games like like GTA. I think that was GTA 5, was just recently in Game Pass. And it's like all of a sudden, when it goes into Game Pass, all of a sudden, their online people jumps. Like the numbers that are logging into the game jumps and skyrockets because you're opening it up to a whole other group of people. And guess what? When it leaves, Boom! All of a sudden, people are buying the game who never had bought it before, because they did. You know, they got to get exposed to it through Game Pass. Um, you know, so in my understanding too, with Outriders, is the game sold like three to four million copies?
2: So yeah, that's sold, right?
0: Yeah. So how I mean... do you say that that is a failure when that's three to four million copies sold? including a platform that for those that had game pass like myself, I mean, I canceled my pre-order, you know, and if it ever goes out of game pass, even though I've beat the game and I'm just waiting for DLC, if they take it out, I will go buy it. Right. You know, it's, you know, it's just one of those things. It's, it's, it's a fantastic, I mean, now today it's an awesome, amazing game. You know, they have, they have, fixed everything and it's a, a fantastic game but it just was it's just like come on people stop blaming game pass for some for a bad contract that people can fly made with Square Enix you should be upset with Square Enix or for or with people who fly maybe they didn't do their job or they you know they they didn't never took that uh, look at like a lot of these movie actors and actresses now are suing these companies. Uh, Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney because she's claiming she's not making any money off of the digital uh, sales of Black Widow, which opened on digital the same day it opened in the theaters. You know, so is, is that a similar thing here? You know, do you blame, do you blame, you know? So in that case, it's a little kind of a little different because the publisher put, it on their own platform and into the theaters, if you will. So, you know, it'd be more of like if Disney said uh or or I guess another a better one would be um HBO Max. So uh what was that? Suicide Squad just came out. Okay, it went to theaters and it went to HBO Max same day. So if if the HBO uh if if whoever made Suicide Squad didn't make didn't pay the actors for the monies that were made on the HBO, which it really isn't because it's a subscription service. So we don't pay extra like Disney. You have to pay an extra 30 bucks for those movies like on the Disney app. So even though you own Disney plus, if you want black widow right now, you have to pay like 30 bucks until a certain time when they put it on the service for free. And so those actors are upset that they're not getting any of that because that's basically box office money, if you will, because the studio gave it to the home audience at the same time as the box office. So, you know, trying to say that it's Xbox's fault. No, you might want to focus your blame on square Enix who made the deals, um, or to the dev who maybe didn't pay attention or maybe needs to get better lawyers or something when they're making their deals, Microsoft paid their money for the rights to put this on the service. Right. So you didn't, you didn't lose any money. Yeah. You, you probably, I mean, we don't know the deals. We don't know. And was it a million? I'm sure it was a lot more than a million bucks that for a game like that, you know, for, from that developer and that, that publisher, I'm sure they paid a lot of money to put it on there.
2: Yeah. And they're just saying that they haven't, that they were promised to be paid 45 days after the first quarter was over. And that came the 16th and they haven't been paid yet. They don't know why they haven't been paid yet. And as soon as you mentioned Square Enix, I was like, well, Square Enix always sets these really st- kind of stupid, ridiculous numbers and then call a game a failure where it was like, oh, you know, they expected to sell. What Marvel it was a Marvel, the Marvel game? Yeah. They okay. were thinking they were gonna sell like seven to ten million or something like that, and they only sold like four and there or four or five or something like that. Like, oh, it's a failure. I'm like, dude, you sold four to five million copies for a game that stunk. <laughs> like it got terrible reviews. Like, how was that a failure when we sit there and we celebrate another game that sells 10 million in two years? It's celebrated as this greatest thing. And it's just like, well, they sold half of it and it stunk, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly where that's, where that's coming and from.
0: It used to be I'm considered sure a million, a million used to be like that was the kind of target for success. Right. And now yeah. three and 4 million is no good. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't
2: get that. So. so, but, but we don't know what their costs were either. And, and, and again, it's, it's, the money goes to the publisher the publisher deals out the money so if the right. publisher is saying oh we didn't make enough it's like well you know how much was your marketing budget for outriders oh it was 40 billion dollars well i mean come <laughs> on square enix you know but as soon as you said square enix is like oh yeah okay they're they're making up something basically in my mind yep. you know not to pay those guys but i mean
0: yeah and if they, MLB, if, they ML- if they don't have to you know, because maybe the game pass was never part of the original deal. And Square Enix said, we'll put it in there. And if they're looking at, it's like, well, we had to pay this to get this there, you know? And if it's like, well, it's not in a contract that we got to pay out anything based on Xbox game pass. They're not going to, you know, every company wants to keep as much money as they can. So, but it's just ridiculous. I think for people blaming game pass, when that is an absolute falsehood, like, Has anybody ever blamed Netflix for, you know, uh, lower uh, oh well this this movie didn't sell as much in the store because it's on Game Pass or it's on Netflix. Like, no, that's because it's asinine to think that way. You know, and that's the same thing here. I think it's just a bunch of honestly, I think a Sony, a bunch of really upset Sony people that just they got nothing on their platform. It's how the times have changed. You know, it used to be Xbox has no games. Xbox doesn't have any of the P's. Um, You know, they don't have exclusives. They don't have this. They don't have that. Well, now we've got everything. And Sony seems to have nothing. Like nothing. And it's just all coming up roses. And I just, I, you know, so I think they're grasping at straws. And that's, I think that's where all these stories are coming from, but it's absolutely ridiculous.
2: MLB the show. It came out on Game Pass. Yep. I, I was kind of looking it up. It looks like it has about 5 million copies sold, which you know the copies sold are mainly, probably mainly on, P, or on PlayStation. You know, because that's one of the games that always does very well. It's the best baseball game out there. I think it's the only, but it's the best. It's not the only, but it's the best. I mean, it's sold, it's and basically the way I'm reading it is it's sold maybe be anywhere between three to 5 million copies. And that's a success. Did game pass ruin it or not? Because we can't pick and choose what games we're going to say is ruined by game pass and not the other. And that that's, that's the part is you just got to look at the, look at the numbers and, and I agree with you. I think it's just people trying to pick at, you know, you know, pick at Game Pass for something that, you know, people people can fly need need to get to paid is what it is. So.
0: But cool. Yeah, I'm looking. Uh, looks like they've shipped as of July 18th, The uh, two million units were shipped, but they don't I don't they don't have a chart on it.
2: And Outriders is out on Steam. Like, I mean, I, do, I would have to check the Steam sales. I mean, this 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 is a game that was cross-platform. You know, it was on th- right. all three platforms. So, or it was on three platforms. So the thing is, it's like, yeah, okay, one platform. The people who subscribe to the subscription didn't have to pay for it. But there's people on Xbox that don't have Game Pass. So if they wanted it, they purchased it. Yep. Yeah. So, and, and Sony, how- there was an
0: article where Sony was even talking about the success of that game on Xbox. Yeah. So, so, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Good stuff. So I think, uh, anything else that you guys want before we run into Brun's rant? Nope. Nope. All right. I'm going to go ahead and play the music for you anyways, Brun, but, uh, you take it over and, uh, um, right. here you go. Today on this Xbox
1: Live, get ready for some major strife.
2: All right, so I um, I got the okay from the the offices above to, to purchase my Xbox. <laughs> um, you know, I haven't jumped out to get get an Xbox Series X right away because I mainly play on PC, but I want to do Xbox All Access. And the reason why is because I'm paying for Game Pass now. I might as well fork in a little bit of money extra and get my console. And that way, if I don't want to play on PC, I can sit in my chair and play on my TV and, and so on and, and go that route. I it's, it's a smart buy. Basically it's, it's a, it's worth it with the amount of games and stuff that are come out. Um, so I have some bots set up to kind of go and look and kind of keep track of when they come in stock because, you guys well you know you guys know they're out of stock don't let people tell you that Oh, they're just i can find them anywhere i can go in a store no that they're lying to you um but i will say i don't like the approach some companies are taking with selling of consoles and this actually goes for playstation as well um because both of them are hard to find but You know, you go to all Xbox All Access and you say, find a retailer. Find out, like, who sells All Access. You have um, Microsoft. You have GameStop. You have uh, Best Buy, Walmart, Target, I think, are, are, like, the retailer or reseller or the people who are selling it. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I clicked on all of them I was going through. And, of course, they're all sold out. Walmart... Is only offering all access on the S. And I think it's because the S is actually available. So the S is available, but the X isn't. So they're like, well, we're not gonna do the do the do the X on all access. And when the game comes available, it's eight hundred dollars because they're packing in two controllers, a game, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then it comes in on sale on, on GameStop, and it's the same thing. Ah, oh, we're giving you Madden, we're giving you a controller, we're giving you uh three months of Xbox Game Pass. Uh, it's eight hundred and forty-nine or six hundred and something something dollars or or whatever that is. And I'm like, th- this is this is dumb. Like the like people want to buy a console and they don't want to fork out these eight hundred, nine hundred dollar. Amounts from these scalpers, but you're turning around and you're packaging things in it to make it $800, $900 that people don't want to pay. You know, most people don't want to pay. And then for the all access on GameStop, they finally had to come in all access on GameStop. I'm like, cool. And it's like, oh, you can only buy this right now if you're part of our members plus subscription. And I'm like, all right, not buying it from you. Walmart not buying it from you like i i just i i'm not gonna sit there and deal with this stuff and i just don't see how i i think microsoft should kick them out of saying that they're one of their featured resellers or whatever because i think it's just dirty so here i am finally able to get one or when i get one i want to do the like i said all the all access and i can't do it because i'm not a uh GameStop members access i looked it up it's only like 20 bucks for the year or something like that, but I'm not paying them money to have the ability to pre-order or to order something from their site. And then they're like, okay, you know, people who are not plus members or whatever can now pre-order and you go and it's only the $600 and $700 packed in console with Madden remastered. Cause let's face it, Madden every year yeah. is just a remastered. You know what I mean? It's like, who, who wants nothing against people who are going to play Madden. I'm going to play Madden for 10 hours for free and probably play everything I can in the game. I know people that like Madden games, but I don't want Madden and I don't want two controllers and I don't want three months of Game Pass. I want two years of Game Pass, which is what I'm trying to do, because in the end, it's going to be, you know, I'm paying for all of that and it's going to be up there, but I just want the, the ability to upgrade when they come out with the, Xbox One Series XS. I hope they don't do that, <laughs> but that's kind of my M. rant. Yeah, yeah. So uh, Xbox has the worst naming; <laughs> it's terrible. Um, but my that that's kind of my rant. It's just like here we are trying to buy these things because they're so hard to find and so hard to get, and you can't even buy them at MSRP because they're scalped. And then when the companies do get them and they don't get scalped, the companies are scalping you. It may seem like, oh, well, we're tossing in a controller. I don't want a controller. Well, I guess you're not buying this one then, are you? And it's just like, I just want the box MSRP the way it is. I don't need extra crap. So, but yeah, that's kind of my rant. So buy game. I don't like GameStop as it is. You know, they didn't even make me money on the stock market. I have bought stuff for them forever. Cause I just don't like their practices, but now it's like Walmart's doing the same thing. They're getting to the same kind of, you know, we're going to pack in stuff and I'm just like, well, oh, I guess I'm not going to buy it from you either. So, but yeah, that was my kind of rant. So.
1: All righty. Yeah. <laughs> A valid points. Yeah. So Rob, okay, Rob, what you got for us to come. What you got, what you got, what you got, you plane. Plane. Give, Give us a list of games that we can buy and play. Okay, Rob. All right, retail releases for the week of August sixteenth through the twentieth. Uh, let's do four at a time and switch through first up we have greek memories of azure august 17th optimized for series x and s it's a uh, side scrolling single player game with hand-drawn animations cool and we have pile up box by box on the 17th and um this is looks like it's a multiplayer game where Uh, Use your own creativity to navigate cardboard worlds full of uniquely joyful levels. They're joyful. Looks like you can uh, play box ball, pile of dunk, tick pile toe. That sounds so not fun. (laughs) And Rogue Explorer on the 18th. I'm not really sure what I'm looking at here, but it's a journey into the abyss as a daring adventure of your own design and uh' okay, I'm done with that one and then <laughs> world superstar strikers ninety one this looks like an old school uh old school game here is is that hot no it's not hockey or is it soccer soccer, soccer
2: yeah. or football
1: yeah <laughs> hockey soccer football it's one of those we know it's not tennis um so uh it definitely looks like a game from the 90s retro action um 40 teams good stuff
0: next all right um on the 19th we got mayhem brawlers it's a beat-em-up game uh kind of back like a 90s arcade game Um, but it's got a comic book uh, style art. Uh, You can do it um, solo or co-op with friends. Uh, Recompile, optimized for Xbox Series X and S, also on Game Pass on the 19th. It's an atmospheric Metroidvania-inspired hacking adventure. Um, You get to take control of a semi-sapient program struggling against deletion. We mentioned it earlier, 12 Minutes came out August 19th. uh, Optimized for X and S has smart delivery and Xbox Game Pass. So what should be a romantic evening with your wife turns into a nightmare when a police detective breaks into your home, accuses your wife of murder, and beats you to death, only for you to find yourself immediately returned to the exact moment you opened the front door. Change the outcome and break the loop in this interactive thriller featuring James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe. You know, those are the like your character is James McAvoy, and Daisy Ridley plays your wife, and William Defoe is the cop. So, uh, let's see, what was that? Oh, that was only three. I got one more. Arietta of Spirits on August 20. Uh, you got a charming adventure game with a motion field narrative, no filler gameplay, and fast paced combat. So, there you go. All right. Checkers for Kids,
2: Ex- uh, August twentieth, Xbox One Enhanced. Uh, checkers for Kids is a traditional and inspiring board game, which attracts the attention of younger audience. Um, so it's Checkers, uh, Madden NFL twenty two, remastered. remastered. Um, <laughs> yeah, August twentieth, <20th. laughs> optimized for Xbox Series X and S. Uh, everybody knows what Madden is, and then Rise Eterna. Uh, feed your nostalgia with tactical art, uh, RPG inspired by classic games. Take on an adventurous journey, meet a wh- whole range of unique characters, and immerse yourself in an engaging storyline. So, it actually says you can recruit up to fourteen characters, ooh, each with unique abilities. That's crazy. That's that's a lot. That might <laughs> seems like a little overkill, but uh, but that's it.
0: So. Very good. So that's it for this week. Thank you for learning your lesson for the music. And uh, you guys got anything else before we cut out? Nope. Nope. All right. Uh, I just will say this real quick. Um, Aaron and our group said, how's everyone enjoying 12 minutes? Only got to play about an hour. Seems all right. Pro tip. Don't use the gun on yourself. I was just (laughs) like, what gun? <laughs> so yeah. it's interesting. Like he's only an hour in. I thought I was probably about the same. I haven't even seen a mm-hmm. gun. So <laughs> yep. I gotta go boot that up here after we're done. But all right, I'm Mark AK Wingman seven oh nine taking off.
1: I'm Rob, also known as Presar. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch y'all next week.
2: And I'm Brun BJ Swick thirty three. Have a good night.